Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sports Ed Podcast, week 17 and a half. I'm Ian. I'm Daniel. And I'm Drew. Finally. Jesus. Okay, that took like four tries to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ian, since you did so wonderfully with the plugs last week, you want to start with them this week? Oh, boy. Put me on the spot here, you son of a bitch. Yep. Yes. Okay, well... You can check out our sister blog at the Cinema Ed. Uh, their website is thecinemaed.net. Twitter at the Cinema Ed. Facebook facebook.com/slash/thecinemaed. We uh, we as in me and my friend Cody host another podcast uh, on that website called TCI with CT and I. And we just released a new episode this morning, so you guys will well Monday morning, uh, Monday the twenty third. So if you guys want to run over there and check that out, yeah, I mean, you're more than welcome. I can't say no, but I can't make you do it either, so. Uh, I will say that I listened to about the first third of it today, and it's pretty good. Thanks, man. It made me want to watch Stakeland, and then also that movie with all the Finnish names and the evil Santa Claus. <laughs> well, that's good. That's what we're going for. Yep. Try to make kids watch the movies. But that's not what this podcast is. This podcast is the sports it. And we talk about sports and shit, mainly football um, for well, this podcast. But yeah. football season's almost over, so we're going to have to figure some shit out. Hockey. Oh. Great. Yeah. yeah, once the football season's over, I'll be watching more <laughs> hockey, seeing as I've watched no, maybe like two games this year. No off-season football? I mean, there will no be off-season draft, football. Draft picks? Okay, there will be off-season football, but it's not like it's going to be weekly or anything. So No backup linebacker talk who's going to play special teams or the Lions, no? Yeah, there'll be a lot of that. Are you done? <laughs> <coughs> Obviously, I'm done now. Okay, okay, good. All right, this is the Sports Id. You can find us at net, Twitter, at the Sports Id, Facebook. Facebook.com slash the sports id. You can find us on iTunes as well. Probably under the sports id. Drew. Uh, you can also email us at the sports id at gmail.com. Oh, they don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if the amount of emails we've received is, is any, uh, influence, indication. yeah, any indication there. Thanks. I was struggling for that word really hard. Uh, then yeah, they really don't care, so. All right, so uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week, so let's let's get her started. Let's open her up with the picks like we always do. Uh, Ian got eight this week. Uh, Good job, you? Ian. Yep. Good job. I got nine. And Better job, Drew. Better job. And Daniel got another big fat zero. <coughs> yep. Yep, because he didn't put him in again. Let's <laughs> keep forgetting. I just, we just, if you really want to know my picks on the season, just go back and listen to every podcast, go about to the last 20 minutes and chart down. Yeah, if you want to know Daniel's picks, then you do all the work that Daniel could easily do with a couple of clicks. And then, (laughs) then you will know where I stand if you gave a shit anyway, so. Uh, and if anybody cares, uh, Jason finally kind of sort of had a down week. He only had seven this week, so he's still in the lead by nine picks, so I'm, I'm catching up. 
You're not going to catch him. No, yeah, I'm not. Gonna, if there was play. two weeks left, I might catch him. But with one, it's not going to happen. You have to think Unless, opposite of whatever he picked. Yeah, unfortunately, his picks aren't public. He doesn't do them on a podcast, so I don't know what his picks are. So, <laughs> If he wants to play it safe this week, instead of going for the, you know, trying to actually make picks that are right, he could just make the exact same picks as me that way. He can't, you know, that way I can't close the gap, but I doubt he'll do that. So, all right. Let's talk a little bit about the games, and then we'll move on to the playoffs. Um, and like I said, we had a lot of playoff stuff to talk about. So let's talk about uh, this week's games for, for our teams. And I suppose we might as well start with the Pittsburgh at Green Bay game. Uh, did either of you watch it? No, I heard a lot about it, though. Yeah. Yeah, there was, I mean, there was a, <laughs> there was a fair enough to talk, fair enough amount to talk about um especially if you're a Packers fan there's plenty to 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 cry about um I worked during the game so I didn't get to see it uh but I heard everybody at work complaining about the game so then I watched it today uh and it was a pretty pretty rough game um Green Bay easily Green Bay easily could have won it if they didn't make a ton of mistakes unfortunately they made a ton of mistakes yeah, but the thing kind of went out of that game when Philly slaughtered Chicago because now it's just beat Chicago next week and you're in. I mean, I can understand it like <clears throat> 7.50 Eastern Packer fans are just distraught. Oh, yeah, as soon as the game ended, like I said, everybody was crying. And then 10 minutes later, everybody's cheering for the Eagles. And then yeah. by the time that game ends, everybody's like, thank you, Chicago. So Yeah, so, you know... It, you know, they just got to look forward to next week. And is, is Rodgers playing? Cause uh, they, I mean, they haven't announced it yet. <laughs> they haven't announced it yet. Um, mm. I don't know. I get. I guess I heard that this, like, before this game, the Steelers game, they, you know, did another MRI on his shoulder, and it's still not healed. So they, like, the doctor cannot medically clear him. You know, there's just too much evidence that it's not healed all the way. So I kind of doubt he's going to start this week. Um and that terrifies me. Is the game in Chicago? Yes, it is. That's the other thing that ter- like that's why I'm terrified. If it was Matt Flynn at home against the the Bears, I mean, I would still be healthily concerned about the game. But uh, Matt Flynn in Chicago, I just I don't think there's a shot. Or if there is, it's very slim. I didn't even realize like three weeks ago, two weeks ago when the Packers are coming back against Dallas, the Packers are even still in the playoff picture. Because I was it was so mind-boggling that the team was like, were they 0-3-1 at one point without Rodgers? Uh, yeah. Were they still in the playoff picture? And then, like, <clears throat> you look, and Chicago and Detroit are just pissing away the divisional leads. And it's like... It's come down to now a toss-up game because every NFL game is a toss-up game in Chicago on Sunday night between the Bears and the Packers. Sunday afternoon. It's unbelievable. Afternoon? Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's unfathomable that the season came came down to a mediocre 8-7, and 8-6, and six or whatever the hell they are. Well, yeah, I mean, the rest of the NFC North really helped Green Bay, <clears throat> really helped Green Bay out. Um, <laughs> there was, you know, a couple of weeks where – Every team that was ahead of Green Bay in the standings lost when the Packers lost, so it kind of helped them keep ground, and it didn't 
it really mattered that they were, you know, seven, six, and one. They were still, you know, possibly playoff bound. They still are. You know, team seven, seven, and one, and there's a chance they make the playoffs with an eight, seven, and one record. I mean, that's just. Well, Daniel, I think Daniel said it last week. No team from the NFC North is going to do anything in the playoffs anyway. No. I mean, even if. You want it done, regardless. I I still think, um, like, it's too bad the the Lions are eliminated because I think they had the best shot of anybody. Um, But between the Packers and the Bears, I think the Packers have a slightly better chance if Rodgers is back. Without Rodgers, neither team has any shot at all, I feel like. Um, it's yeah, it's gonna be pretty sad. I don't. I'm not even sure who they would play in the first round. I'm not. Well, I suppose it's not set yet. Yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, I think like if if everything plays out to the numbers, uh, and the Bears, or the Packers won the division, and the yeah, no one knows. I just they, I, of it. They, I, mean, I believe. I believe they would be most likely to play the 49ers because I'm pretty sure the Niners, I think, would be the fifth seed and the Packers would be the fourth, I think. No, the Packers would be, yeah, the fourth seed because if if Philly won the division, yeah, if Philly won the division or if the Cowboys won the division, yeah, it would be the fourth seed. Yeah. So. All right, so... um, I mean, I guess just well, real quick here. The Cardinals got in. The Cardinals get okay, in. Well, they could be actually, settle down. Settle down. We'll get to the playoffs. We're still doing this uh, Pittsburgh-Green Bay game. Uh, just Six. real quick, I want to point out the uh, high or low lights, depending on which side you're looking at of the game. Um, earlier off air, Daniel, I discussed uh, the, the fumble. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did, we, did I discuss the fumble with you, or was that my dad? We talked about the false start. Okay, yeah. So, well, there was the um, the fumble call, which uh, anybody who watched this game knows or anybody who saw the uh, the highlights. If you didn't, um, Green Bay had the ball. There was a fumble. Uh, Pittsburgh picked it up. Uh, the I, I don't know who picked it up. One of the guys kind of scooped it up and lateraled it back to another defender who then fumbled it and it kind of rolled around for a while and then got swatted forwards out of bounds. So they got called for batting the ball forwards, which is an automatic first down. So it was ruled that the Steelers never got possession. Like the guy who picked it up didn't possess it. Like he just kind of scooped it, didn't pick it up and make a football move or whatever the stupid rule is. So Green Bay got the ball back first down on like the three and ended up scoring. Uh, And... While I didn't complain too loudly, I do think that was called wrong and that should have been uh, the Steelers' ball. But it ended up not mattering. Uh, Are you talking about a blocked field goal? Yeah. That's okay, what it was. I was so confused. I was like, I thought that happened. I was like, that happened yeah. twice in the game. Yeah, no, I was thinking it was a fumble, but you're right. It was the, the blocked field goal. I just watched this game today and I can't even remember. Good God. Um, and then the other uh, controversial calls or call was the. Um, Let's see, Green Bay had an offsides on uh, Pittsburgh's fourth and three, which gave them first down, and they ended up scoring on that. Uh, and according to my dad, Corliss, Andrew Corliss, the tight end, cost them, cost Green Bay this game because that was kind of the beginning of uh, when Green Bay started to fall apart. Matt Flynn 
uh, faked a handoff and was supposed to throw the ball, and Corliss was lined up in the backfield, and he was selling the you know the run play. He was he was blocking for the run play, and he ran into Flynn, who panicked, did a weird ballerina spin, and threw the ball directly to a Steelers defender who ran it all the way back for a touchdown. Are you uh, talking about that high uh, arcing, that like little yeah, alley-oop? Yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> I said, like I said, my dad blames the loss on Corliss then for that. Uh, but I blame the loss on Flynn. Like I blame that on Flynn because if that's Aaron Rodgers and Corliss runs into him, like he didn't full on run into him, he just kind of clipped him, which is I assume why he did the weird ballerina spin. It didn't even look like he needed to do the spin. He just like panicked and like woohoo and just you know did a little. <laughs> I, I, what was he, that? <laughs> I can't. I could not repeat that sound if I tried. Um, <laughs> so my thinking is, if that's Rogers, he'll get bumped, and then he won't panic and just throw it up. He would either throw it out of bounds or complete the pass, you know. And then they just move on to the next down. So in my mind, that's Flynn's fault. But uh, yeah, that's just Flynn's fault. Flynn, Flynn, Flynn went straight into flight mode immediately. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> just panicked and like. Like Daniel said, it was a high arcing. Like he could have, he if he had thrown that underhand, he couldn't have made it arc upwards more and easier to pick <laughs> off. Like it was ridiculous. Um, so you may never see that pass ever again. <laughs> yeah, in the NFL. watch the highlights from that was. game because I'm sure that will be in the <clears> highlights. <throat> uh, you know, for the for the Steelers pick, but just watch Corliss run in like. I swear he, like, brushes lightly against Flynn, and Flynn does his little spin panic and lofts the ball up. Um, but so that that loss for Green Bay there, um, and the fact that everybody, literally everybody, every team in the NFC North lost uh, this weekend uh, means that, again, the Packers are still in it, and now the NFC North is down between the the Packers and the Bears, and it comes down to next week when Green Bay goes to Chicago to play the Bears. So we'll see how that shakes out. But like I said before, I don't have a lot of faith. Uh, so I guess we'll move on next to Detroit. Ian, you, I assume you watched that game? I uh, listened to it. It wasn't on TV this time. Okay. So uh, I'll let you go because I didn't watch it, and I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, Daniel said he did. Yeah, yeah I, watched, I watched Detroit. I watched the game. Well, why don't you talk about it? It's stupid. No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> is it that bad? It's the Lions just being the fucking Lions. That's all. That's. It was. I mean, the only thing I know is that the Lions lost Drew, in overtime, and Drew, so that was my man, thought. Give the man a moment, okay? Let him get some things off his chest. Uh, I'm trying to. I I asked him to talk about it, and he doesn't want to. So if he doesn't want to, I'm not gonna make him. But I do have a spot in the rundown for Ian's eulogy. I was I was talking about it. Okay. And you just jumped in to explain that you were letting me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Daniel jumped yeah. in to say let him talk about it while you were talking about it. <clears throat> Jim Schwartz, Scott Linehan, need to go. Matthew Stafford needs to be coached on his mechanics. His footwork Preach. is terrible. Preach. Kelvin Johnson was injured in this game. Uh, hopefully he doesn't play next week if it was really as bad as it was because apparently he has a pretty bad knee injury and a pretty bad ankle injury right now. And he only came in, um, like, on big third downs or when they were in the red zone. 
So hopefully he just sits out this last week because they're playing for nothing anyway. Yeah, according to my sources, he will not be playing next week. My my sources being the various podcasts I listen to and all the uh, NFL people I follow on Twitter. If if anyone in that front office is smart, they're going to sit him. Yeah. And uh, Chris Durham has to go. He's horrible. Uh, fuck what Nate Burleson said about him being the white Kelvin Johnson. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't say, oh, he has the <laughs> same, you know, height. He's the same build, obviously. Therefore, he's the same player with the sk- same skill set. That's no, not nobody has the same skill set as Kelvin Johnson. I don't care what their build is. He is like head and shoulders the best receiver in the game. It's it's ridiculous. you know the sad thing about the Lions Giants game was that thirteen three and a half. Uh, the Lions offense was terrible. They couldn't do anything. Eventually, the defense kept forcing the Giants into bad field position. Lions took advantage of some plays, got some scores. <clears throat> and when the defense continued to stop them time after time, you know, the Lions offense just could not get a field goal or a long drive that killed the clock and just uh, finish off the Giants. And then... Stafford throws a pick on offense that leads directly to a seven. I mean, it was just debilitating to see how that defense plays so excellent at home. It's such a big game. <clears throat> and the supposedly prized quarterback had the ball, I think, maybe three four times with a chance to, <clears throat> excuse me, live the fire in another day and just could not line up for a measly field goal. And then throws a pick that leads directly to seven. No. I don't know what happened in the middle of the season. Because if you go back and you look at how well the Detroit Lions played as a whole, you know, when they were six and three, and then it was right after their bye, they just quit. They just stopped playing. Matthew Stafford turned into Tony Romo when at the beginning of the season he was, I, I think he had something like, 12 to 15 touchdowns with only four interceptions. And now he's going to finish with a negative turnover ratio, I think. It's just, I don't, that, don't know what happened. Is that going to be the first time in his career? Because I feel like he, you know, obviously hasn't been around that long, but I feel like he's never ended with a, with, you know, more interceptions or more turnovers than touchdowns. Uh, it's not, it's always been pretty close, like mm-hmm. maybe two or three difference, but. I mean, yeah, he's, I don't think he's ever finished with a negative turnover ratio. Um, yeah, D- Daniel's right. The defense played outside of their minds yesterday, even though they're beaten up in the secondary. Yeah, they got that They got that pick. I mean, Eli and them were about to end the game right before regulation. <clears throat> they get a pick. Giants yeah, get the ball there. first in overtime. They force a fumble. You know, it's like yeah. – Damn, what do you want? What do you want more from them? And Daryl Johnson, the moose, you know, cowboy love. You know, he opened up his mouth for one like half sentence and tried to get on the Lions' defense, and then he stopped because I was like, "This is." He had to come to his senses and realize there's no way you could win that game on the Lions' defense. And like I said, you know that <clears throat> you trace it back. It goes. You ask what happened. It goes back to that Steelers game. And that fake fucking field goal 
and exposing Jim Schwartz as an idiot because there's no way with this talent that you should possibly go 11 and 31 and two. My math's all jacked up. 11 <laughs> and 21 in two seasons. There's no way. No way. Impossible. Franchise quarterback. All world wide receiver. Come on, man. That, that's unforgivable. <clears throat> and then it, was, it has a lot to do with play calling, too. And I, I think. I think Jim Schwartz has something to do with the defensive play calling, but offensive play calling, I think that's all in Scott Linehan's hands. Uh, Well, yeah, I wanted to ask you something. You kind of mentioned this earlier when you said uh, Schwartz has to go. Um, They're coaching next year. Uh, I heard heard today on, I can't remember which one of the podcasts I listened to, they talked about there's a possibility, I don't know how big it is, that – they would go after Rex Ryan uh, next year, like because if Rex Ryan, if the if the Jets, I mean they're they're probably you know I don't know if they're going to lose this game, but they're probably going to they got to change something. And you know the easy thing to do is is to fire Rex Ryan. So fire Rex Ryan. There is a distinct possibility that that could happen. And <coughs> I, I was Rex Ryan is would be a huge. Huge mistake. I agree, but like I said, it is a distinct possibility that could happen, and I wanted to get uh, Ian's thoughts on Rex Ryan as a possible replacement or anybody else uh, that he thinks would be a good replacement. See, I don't know if there are any good replacements out there. I don't know. I, I don't know a lot about Rex Ryan. I don't know what his record is, like what his, what his track record is. Anyway, uh, Well, he's a very defensive-minded coach. We, we don't need that. Yeah, I mean, t- listen, hey, well, let me tell you something. With Rex Ryan, with the two AFC Championship games with Mark Sanchez as his quarterback, with Sean Green and a washup of Dalian Thomas in a running back. So <clears throat> if you give him Matthew Stafford, Calvin Johnson, Reggie Bush, and Joyke Bell, come on, he's going to get that defense to play up. He's he going to coach him up. He's going to coach him up. Well, exactly. That I mean, that's what I was thinking is Rex Ryan would be the absolute best possible replacement they could get uh, because, you know, it would help out on the defensive side of the ball where they need the help. And to your point, like you just said, if he can do that with, you know, Sean Green and Mark Sanchez, what can he do with Stafford and Bush and the best receiver in the game? Bray, Braylon Edwards. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all you need to say. Rex Ryan can win with Braylon Edwards. How how is that? How, how do we know that all harkens back to Rex Ryan and not the offensive coordinator? Offensive coordinator doing what? What was the off- Who was the offensive coordinator when they went when they went to the AFC Championship games those years? Brian Schottenheimer. He was oh, terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, that was all Rex Ryan. Yep. If, if the Jets win eight games this year, come on, come on. I want I want everyone to like sit back and like understand the Jets are ranked thirty second. On the ESPN power rankings at the beginning of the season, and we talked about it on the first podcast. And if Rex Ryan wins eight games with that squad, I mean, come on, respect. Where's the love? Like this team was ridiculed and dismissed as not a playoff contender, way over the way over the heads, and would be embarrassed. Geno Smith should be a second round pick, and you go out and win eight games. Come on, man. Who's who's got more talent, the Jets or the, or the Jaguars? Come on. 
the Jets. Oh, the, the Jaguars are the least talented team in the NFL. No, but they, no. okay. No. What did people say before the season, though? That the, oh, Jack, that the Jets were the least talented. Go back and listen to our first podcast. We all laughed at the Jets, except for me. I said eight and eight. Uh, well, who's got more, who's got more talent, the Texans or the Jets? Oh, the Texans. Hey, come yeah. on, man. Texans. Yeah, I still think the Texans, but <laughs> I'm a Rex Ryan guy. I don't know. I'm a Rex Ryan guy. All right, well, I, mean... hire him, I doubt the Lions would hire him because the Lions are a bunch of fucking idiots. Well, um, one of the things I heard is, uh, like, Jim Schwartz has a couple, like, I think multiple million left on his contract. If they fire him, do they have to pay that? Yeah, yep. they have to pay him $12 million if they want to fire him. Okay, so... $12 million? Is, yeah, it's, yeah, I remember it being an obscene amount. Like, that's what, Wait, that, you know. someone Google that. Someone drew Google it. <laughs> that's real. No, I just... <laughs> yeah, I remember, <laughs> like, I saw this There's this no morning. Way. It's no way it's twelve million. There's no I way I, I, Jim Schwartz. It might is be fourteen million dollars a year. The member, no way. The number I remember is fourteen million. He's it's one the, of the highest paid coaches in the NFL. The no Lions are are stupider than I ever thought they were. Oh my god! <laughs> I told you they're fucking idiots. Whoa. Okay, so the first result is, uh, like, just the headline is for Lions ditching Jim Schwartz and hiring Bill O'Brien would cost eighteen million. That's from Yahoo, and then oh, because so, they got. A, I mean, Bill O'Brien has a buyout yeah. at Penn State, probably. Yeah. And then there's another. Uh, the cost to fire Jim Schwartz, just to fire him, not you know, adding on the cost of hiring a new coach is twelve million. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they gave a three-year extension at the end of last year. Yeah. No, so, oh my yeah. god. So based on that, do you? <laughs> I like. I hear a lot of people saying he's got to go. They got to fire him. Do you really think they're going to? Because no, I mean, no, if, if I'm the GM and I have to pay right. this guy twelve million to fire him, I'm gonna hang on to him. Might as well. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's not getting fired. That's why he's comfortable. They okay. Ask him, he's, he's fine. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I gotta get twelve million if they fire me. I've been, tell, I've been well, telling everybody this, and nobody's been listening to me. I told them they're not gonna fire Jim Schwartz. Well, hold on. Way too expensive, and there's no good proven coaches out on the market right now. Well, they're hold on. Really they it, it, hold, you did hold tell on. Me that, for fuck's sake, I totally dismissed it, and I'm sorry. Hold I apologize on, for fuck's sake. What they. I'm trying to point out something that would have been more relevant five minutes ago when I was trying to say it. They fired Steve Mariucci in 2005, and that cost them $11 million. That was Millen. That was Millen. I mean, I guess that's true. So anything that Millen does, you just immediately... It doesn't matter anymore. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's dumber than the dumbest human being ever. <laughs> Jerry Jones looks down at Matt Millen. Yeah, yeah. I would think Jerry Jones is an owner before Matt Mellon. Okay. All right, anything else about the Lions then? No. Season's toast. All right, so let's move on to this uh, Dallas game. Uh, they played the Washington professional sports team this week. Uh, did you did you watch this one, Daniel? No. No? Well, I don't watch the Cowboys. Okay, well then I guess we can't really talk about I watched, it because I didn't I watch it either. I watch the Cowboys because it's just easier to know the outcome without going through the ups and downs and the heartache during the game. Less pain. There's no way I could watch them 
won the game by Tony Romo throwing the DeMarco Murray on the fourth on fourth and goal from the eight. <laughs> my heart exploded inside of my chest. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to do things. I'm trying to get better in life. I'm trying to you know, be happy. And I feel watching the Cowboys doesn't make me happy. So I can deal with the outcome when I read it in print. Okay, so they managed to meet, beat the pretty terrible uh, Washington professional <clears throat> football team uh, by one point, 24 to 23. Yes. Uh, so I, does I, that I mean – the fourth quarter of this game. Yeah? I watched the fourth quarter, yeah. Do you have anything to say about it? Uh – Kirk Cousins has a crazy good hard count. <laughs> okay. Inside information. <clears throat> he drew him off sides a couple times during this game. Uh, Kirk Cousins, he looked all right. Tony Romo looked pretty good. Uh, when, it, when it counted, he looked good. Uh, otherwise, he was trying his best to keep the Redskins in this game. Um, Marco Murray... Played like a, he went straight beast mode again, and uh, they, you know, once he started playing well, they decided not to give him the ball anymore, so he got all fired up. Said something to his offensive lineman, I don't know what it was, and got that like they, I guess he walked out of the huddle and like their eyes, they're all looking at each other like what the fuck, like, and uh, then they started running the ball again, and he wasn't running that well after that, so I don't know. <laughs> I thought the outcome was going to be so much better. It's yeah, I thought you were really. I thought, I thought you were really building a, a golden joke there or something. And <clears throat> no, he just started running into the back of his lineman after that. So I don't know. I mean, he looked yeah, like, he like forty-three yards on one carry or something, right? Yeah, he yeah, he ended was... he ended the day uh, twenty-two carries for 90, <clears throat> twenty-two carries for ninety-six yards. Uh, but 43 of those were on one play. Yeah, and uh, I think most of that was from the first half because the second half came and <clears throat> they stopped giving him the ball until the fourth quarter, and then they started doing it, but he wasn't getting any yards. So He's caught the ball to win the touchdown, so it's all that <laughs> yeah. mattered. That was such a lazy play, too. Like, I remember watching this play. Like, I watched Marco Murray during this play, and, it's just like he bar- he like walked real slowly over his position. It was a shotgun. He was lined up um, to the right of Tony Romo out of the gun, and he just walked over there all lazy. Barely got into his stance before the ball was snapped. Kind of trotted out past the line of scrimmage, and he was bumped, selling it, bro. He was selling it. Bump bump the defensive lineman with his shoulder on his way through, just kind of trotting. Turns around real slow for the checkdown. Wasn't there, so he started running towards the pylon. And that Tony Romo made that play, not DeMarco Murray, because Tony Romo did a double pump that froze the linebacker so he couldn't get over in coverage and then placed the ball perfectly for DeMarco Murray to catch it and then fall backwards into the end zone. So that was all Tony Romo. DeMarco Murray gave up before that game was over. I feel like I was just talking, I was listening to Merrill Hodge or like Ron Jaworski. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, now, if I do want to say this. If it was Jaws, he would have said this. more stupid stuff. I do want to say this. Um, <clears throat> it's Cowboy time, so it's my time. Um, <laughs> this is the third straight do or die at the end of the season for the Cowboys. I, I want everyone to think that in how how depressing, how stressful that is. 
And if you look at it, I think it's like four out of the last five seasons. It's come down to the last game. And now we know that Tony Romo most likely will be out of the game. Uh, yeah, he uh, he has a herniated disc in his back. He requires surgery. He is not playing. There's no way he's playing. He's done for the year. Even if they make it to the playoffs, he's done. So now Tony Romo still possibly can be blamed for this loss if Kyle Orton throws five picks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so am I to understand that you're not going to watch this game then? The, uh, the the Week 17 game with the, the Eagles? I'm going to watch it as I, like, read and <laughs> turn the sound down so I don't know what's going on. I, I can just occasionally look up and catch a glance, and if it gets heartbreaking, I can turn the channel and just finish my book. I'm reading a good <laughs> book right now. It's called The Year of, of – uh, it's called The Year of uh, Hopeful Thinking. So, that sounds very positive. Yeah. It's about how a woman, uh, well, a uh, best-selling author, uh, dealt with her husband dying and her daughter being in ICU for a year. So, wow, that sounds like for a real you. downer now. Yeah, that doesn't sound happy <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm trying to look at life in a more positive light. So oh, instead yeah, of watching, no. so instead of watching my football team lose terribly, I'm going to read about this terrible life circumstance this woman went through. Hey, hey, you know, if someone gives me a book, I read it. You know, all right. I, give it, I, give it, I give it 50 pages. All right, so then uh, I guess the only other thing about this uh, Dallas-Washington game I wanted to talk about was, uh, do you guys think Kirk Cousins is playing good enough to uh, start for somebody next year, or do you think the Washington professional football team wants to keep him around as a backup because of RG3's struggles and injuries? I think he remains his backup. Um, I'm not sure what how long his contract is. Um, I'm not even sure he's shown what he can do enough for a team to want to trade for him. You know, he looks like a backup out there for sure. Well, yeah, but I mean, think about how many backups have started this year. Like how many starting quarterbacks have gone down. Um, and like unless this draft class is excellent for quarterbacks, which I don't think it is, a lot of teams have need at backup quarterback. What backup think, has started this year, Drew? I th- wait. I think teams are done with a. Uh, I'm trading a second round pick for your backup quarterback that looks good in two games. Uh, deals. I think they're done with that. I mean, Kevin Cobb, uh, Matt Flynn, Rob Johnson to go back a little further. I mean, these guys got paid off three or four games and turned out to be horrible investments. Hmm. So I think maybe. Kirk Cousins gets a fifth rounder, a sixth rounder. So, and then to the Redskins, you have to sit there, okay, is it worth that to us? So in a roundabout way, I'm getting to the point that I think <laughs> Kirk Cousins is going to play for the Washington Redskins next year just because his value <clears throat> to them is, is as a backup to RG3 failing is uh, better than a fifth-round pick that they can get a special team linebacker for. Okay, well, he's got uh, two more years in his contract, and another it looks like $1.2 million, uh, but the cap hit is a little bigger than that at $1.5. And he was the fourth-round pick. So, like I said, I could see him going to, like, um, I, don't know, I was going to say the Vikings, but they kind of have their stopgap until they get their franchise guy. Um, but I could see him maybe going to, you know what, I don't really know. 
like I said, you know, a lot of teams are using are are being forced to use backup quarterbacks this year. Like uh, you know, Buffalo, Green Bay, um, <coughs> Chicago, now Dallas. Although that's not you know really that big of a deal. If he gets dealt, I think it'll be like around draft time to like one of those teams with a high pick who who look at quarterbacks and say, okay, I'd rather trade a fourth third rounder for Kirk Cousins and use this high first round pick on a different player. Mm, I could see that. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> Kirk Cousins saga, you know, it will be interesting. But I just think if someone gets a second rounder or a first rounder for him, they're just I mean, you're you're out of you're Matt Millen. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to Matt Millen, baby. Hmm. So, I mean, I guess I think there'll be a little bit of interest in him. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, with RG3's struggles this year and then his his injury history, I kind of think the Washington professional football team will want to just keep him around, like, as insurance. Because they're not going to get the first or second round pick that would make them part with him. So, well, I just wanted to bring it up because I've I've heard some discussion of it. So, all right, let's. Uh, you guys ready to move on to the playoffs? No. Yes. Line or make it. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> wow. Such a negative outlook. The Cowboys won't make it, or the Packers. So we're all you know hey. we're all in this together. Buddy. Hey, hey. Hey, Dallas and Green Bay, I would say probably have about the <coughs> same about the same chance to make the playoffs, which is to say probably about a ten percent chance. Yeah, Daniel, and your outlook on it is equally negative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to cheer you up with negativity. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Uh, All right, so uh, let's start off with the AFC because that is the simpler one to talk about because. Wait, is it? Yeah, because I saw wait, I saw a graph on NBC. By the way, excuse me. And Miami's what eight and seven? Okay, yeah. Uh, there are the, there's one. Okay, hold on. I I, I need I want to set this up. There is only one open wild card spot. Every other spot is clinched. There are five clinched spots. The Chiefs got the okay. wild card. The Colts, the Bengals, the Patriots, and the Broncos all have their divisions, so they're okay. locked in. Okay. The thing I want to ask is if out of all of those teams. If, which team wins and they're in? Because NBC was not being very clear on that. I was like, who? They're like, Miami gets in if Pittsburgh wins. And they're like, Pittsburgh gets in if they do. And they're like, Baltimore gets in if they win. And this team was just, I'm like, all right, which one of these teams wins and they're the, the six seed? And that's it. No, no <laughs> bullshit. No talking about it. Okay. So, so, wins and gets- so the, the teams that are in the hunt and have the best shot of making it are the Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Chargers. The Steelers have an outside shot, but they need to win. They need those other three teams to lose, plus some other stuff. So, excuse me, let me... I had it pulled up here. Let me see if I can find it. Ways for the AFC. I just want to let you know in the rundown, you spelled Chargers wrong. Well, I was typing it really fast. I don't even know where I wrote Chargers. Oh, I wrote Charges, yeah. Yeah, Charges. That that really needed to be said on air. Thank you. I was trying to fill dead <laughs> air. You're over here looking on your computer and shit. No, you're right. You're right. I, I sure you did not you answer my question. I'm. I told you I'm trying to find it and I can't. I'm on the actual NFL like official playoff picture page 
and you're supposed to be able to click a team name and see their clinching scenarios, and all of those clinching scenarios are blank. They have nothing in them. So then I have another page pulled up. That means the team can't get in. No. No, that's they're not in the eliminated category. They're in the in the hunt category, but it doesn't say what they need to do to clinch and get out of the hunt and actually be in the playoffs. Uh, um, so I'm on. Did you try? Did you try turning it off and turning it back on? <laughs> so, looking at uh, another website, I'm looking for you know ways the AFC seating can change or clinch, and it just says there are no changes to the seating in the AFC, but it doesn't say how anybody can clinch that last wild card spot. So who they have is the last wild card in their standing. Uh, right now, the Dolphins are are projected. Oh, so, okay, so Miami. So if Miami wins, they're in. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. But if okay. Miami loses, then it's a total toss-up between whoever wins between the Ravens and the Chargers. I'm going to have my Jets hat on this week and Sunday. You really don't want the Dolphins to get in? No, just because I want Rex Ryan. I was thinking about Rex Ryan. Oh. I, had like a, I had like a daydream about <laughs> Rex Ryan. <laughs> So I to share it on okay. the podcast. I mean, I would rather I would rather the Dolphins get in than the Ravens or the Chargers. I just personally like the Dolphins better, uh, and I would love to see a, a quarterback who just signed a hundred and forty million dollar contract not make the playoffs. Which one is that? Oh, uh, Flacco. Flacco. Yeah. Can, I mean, if you think about the NFL, the way it played out this year, is Joe Flacco a top sixteen quarterback? I'd say, yeah, yeah. Top, uh, the top half. 16, okay. yeah, you went a little low. Okay, said, so then is he a top 10? Well, no, not 10. Wait, wait. Is there a top 10 quarterback? Is it time? <laughs> time <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the week we, we finally get to top 10 uh, quarterbacks, uh, and we can just do like a – I can't – why am I struggling with words today? Romo, Breeze, Brady. Manning. That's four. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, okay. Uh, Wilson, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Matt McLean. Okay, no, hold on. I got a uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah. Andy Dalton, uh, in in fantasy anyway, has a – Hold on. Andy Dalton has a pretty good chance of ending in fantasy as a top three quarterback. Nick Foles. Okay, now you're just shouting names. I'm saying my top ten. Nick Foles isn't in your top ten this season. Uh, Philip Rivers isn't in your top ten this season. All right, you know what? Instead of top ten, let's just let's do like I will name a player and you tell me whether they are better or worse uh, than Joe Flacco. Okay. Okay. So let me see here. Uh, just this season, Ryan Tannehill. Yes. Better. Okay. Uh, Philip Rivers. Yes. Better. Alex Smith. No. Uh, equal. They're equal. Equal. Okay. Um, Carson Palmer. Yeah. They're equal. They're equal. Yeah, I'm going to have to side with Daniel on this one. Okay. Uh, let's see, maybe one or two more. Matthew <coughs> Stafford. Worse. No, stop. Stop it. Worse. I'm just I'm trying to like sort this like out in my head. I feel like I feel like you're trolling. That's no, no, I'm trying to I'm trying to sort this out in my head where he where he would be. And I'm just trying to figure out where exactly the ceiling is. And 
the ceiling seems to be pretty low and it's kind of around like kind of around like halfway if if he's you know equal to Carson Palmer and Ryan Tannehill first half of the season Matthew Stafford is better than Joe Flacco second half of the season is not okay I'm not arguing with you I'm not trying to say that Stafford is or is not better than Joe Flacco I'm trying to figure out where you guys stand on him because my point is uh the Ravens really screwed their franchise over signing a guy as bad as Joe Flacco based on having one good January, uh, they put a lot of money into him, and it's really going to – that money is going to you know, be tied up for the next however many years on his contract, and it's going to hurt the whole franchise because they're not going to be able to spend that money on other positions. Joe Flacco must be blowing his agent right now. <laughs> wow. Yep, I would be if I'm making that kind of money. <laughs> you do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so so that then we're projecting that who gets that last wild card spot? The Dolphins? Do we think they win this week? They play the Jets at home. I don't give. I don't care who. <laughs> That's what I was getting ready to say. I give two shits. But uh, <clears throat> no, uh, it's a serious sports guy inside of me. It says. Who does um who does the Ravens play? <laughs> I couldn't help Ravens it. play. Uh the Ravens play uh the Bengals at home. And if the Bengals win Okay, uh the Bengals will win. <laughs> I'm gonna toss a coin in the air and if it lands on tails, it will be Dolphins. Okay, I can't find a coin. <laughs> I'm picking so I'm going to say tails. So Dolphins, Dolphins get the last. Congratulations to Miami. Yeah, uh, Ian, same thing. You think uh, you think the Dolphins will get it? I'd like the I'd like either the Dolphins or the Chargers to get in. Okay, well, I mean the Bengals, like I said, they're they're playing the Ravens, and they are still playing for um, seeding. I think like if they win that game, they get a better seed. I believe. I could be wrong there. Uh, but I think they are. Well, I don't give, I don't give a fuck so, about well, the... So I'm saying I, I, I think that helps the Ravens not make the playoffs. So I think that helps out the Dolphins. Yeah, right, go, go Bengals. <laughs> fuck the Ravens. <laughs> All right, yeah. so that's enough for the AFC. Let's move on to the <laughs> NFC, where uh, only two teams have clinched. Uh, and they've... <laughs> clinched. <laughs> 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 wow. What's he laughing about? <laughs> He's laughing about clinched. I guess to him it sounds like clenched, and that's funny somehow. Uh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> okay, so the Seahawks and the Panthers have both have both clinched. What? Jesus, Daniel. <laughs> okay, I'm here. Okay, so the Panthers beat out uh, New Orleans this week. Uh, to clinch a playoff spot, uh, but I'm I'm also pretty sure that they are still playing for seeding. Um, and then the rest of the NFC no, or the rest of the NFC is just kind of that's awesome. There's you know the two wild cards and the two other division leaders, which right now are the Eagles and the Bears. And it's like a potluck dinner. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. You know, it's like someone may bring some raspberries. Like, is that what, what they say about <laughs> potluck dinners? <laughs> you never. You never know what's going to happen. You got to watch out for the potluck dinners. You never know what's going to happen. 
Dude, oh, I man. said so, I said someone was going to bring raspberries. Yeah. yeah. Does she <laughs> fucking bring raspberries? <laughs> oh man, that's going in the description of the podcast. This week on the Sports Id, Daniel Ian and Drew talk about who the fuck would bring raspberries to a potluck. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So the NFC, um, the NFC East is down terrible. To- yeah, it was terrible. It's down to the Eagles and the Cowboys. And uh I'm I'm giving away my pick early here, but I think the Eagles are going to are going to win that one <clears throat> and keep it. It's the question is will the Eagles score 40? <laughs> uh well, I mean, I think uh we should we should take a minute here and commend uh Chip Kelly for doing what he said he's going to do, uh which is a rare coach thing, which is their game this last week didn't matter, and all the starters stayed in the whole game. They were up by a pretty fair margin, and oh, the, that's right, they played the Bears. They slaughtered the Bears. They were up by a fair margin, and they kept throwing the ball. They kept playing like they were down by 14. So, just want to. Chip Kelly's ruthless. Yeah, good for him, man. Keeping that yeah. that spot, I mean, number one offense, he, and he wants to keep that. So. Uh, and then the I NFC think, North. Uh, hold on, hold okay. on one second. I think I think the real question is how many points aren't the Eagles going to score? <laughs> They're not going to score ten. They're not going to score twenty. They're not going to score thirty. They're probably going to score about forty or fifty. I'm thinking. Uh, wow. I kind of want to yeah. make a I kind of want to yeah. make a bet with you on this. Uh-oh. I'm not no. making any bets. I'm not wearing fucking shirts. <laughs> no, not not for I'm anything. I'm not going to change just... my profile picture. <laughs> no, not for anything. Just. I mean, I, fine. It doesn't have to be a bet, but I, I think the Eagles will score. <laughs> what this happened? What this happened? I don't know. I tried to make something interesting, and Ian threw a fit. <laughs> no, because you definitely wanted to make a bet. Ian definitely wasn't filling the bet, and then he squashed said bet that you proposed, and you didn't know where to go, and you started talking about, oh, we don't have to bet. I'm like, oh, but you already said you wanted to bet. <laughs> what's your what's what's the what are the parameters, Drew? What are you talking about? I was. Just I don't know about parameters, but the I was just gonna do over under uh, thirty five points scored by the Eagles. Thirty five over under thirty five point five. Yeah, I mean it's it's highly unlikely they score thirty five anyway, but sure we'll do the half point so that there's no. I'll take the over on that easy. Okay. Whoever okay, loses has to wear a toucan Sam news. In real life, Sam what? And just they haven't taken any pictures. No, hold on, just hold on, hold on. You're gonna have to repeat yourself there because you just said a thing that doesn't exist. A toucan, Sam? What? Nose. There you go. Find, find one. And put it on your face. <laughs> wow. All right. So then that leaves the NFC North uh, for division leaders, and that's down to the Bears and the Packers, uh, as we mentioned earlier, playing in Chicago. Um, I personally think the Bears will probably win that one. A toucan Sam knows. <laughs> I'm so old. Yeah. My references are old as shit. You know they don't have that's a beak. It's not a nose. It's not a toucan Sam knows. It's just a toucan nose. <laughs> no, a toucan Sam from the Fruit Loops commercials. I know <laughs> you, you specifically have to wear a mascot. 
for cereals uh-huh. beak, a replica of that, not just any old toucan. No yeah, other toucan I... will cut it, Ian. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> That's why I tried to move on. Oh, oh man. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. His name is that Toucan Sam? Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. That's not the thing we have a problem with in this scenario. It's He he has a normal Toucan's beak. He doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> I was too descriptive. Yes. Oh, you, were, it was just, you were too weird with it. <laughs> Alright, can, can we move on to the wild card picture? What are we yeah. talking about? What's that? We're moving on to the wild card picture. So right now the two wild cards are the ten and four Forty Niners and the ten and five Saints. Uh, the Forty Niners play tonight. Uh, we're recording this on Monday. They play tonight uh, against Atlanta. And let's see here. San Francisco will clinch a playoff spot. Will clinch that wild card with a win uh, tonight or an Arizona loss this next week. Or a San Francisco tie and an Arizona tie, which isn't going to happen. They they play each other, so they both. So San Francisco tied, Arizona would tie. So yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, Niners should get in, handle business tonight. Uh, if I'm the Cardinals, I'm trying to. I'm trying to hope the Saints lose and, and we get in, but. You know, if the Niners lose tonight, anything can happen. And uh, I think the Niners understand that. It'll take care of business tonight, hopefully, if you're a Niners fan. Yeah. I just can't believe Cardinals are even in this position, I thought. Well, yeah, I cannot believe that they might be 11-5 and five and not make the playoffs. That's awesome. Gotta love the NFC, baby. That's ridiculous. The NFC, the NFC West is a retarded division because yeah. not two years ago, we just talked about this on the other podcast, two years ago – Fucking a team make it in made it in at seven and nine as the division leader, and now there's a team in that division that might miss it at eleven and five or ten and six or ten and six. I mean, still, shit. yeah, that's yeah, it's ten nuts. and six is still pretty respectable, and to not make the playoffs with that, especially when you know two teams that are two teams that are well, a team that is like the Bears if they win nine and seven and they get in, or if the Packers win and they are eight and seven and one. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And the Cardinals don't get in. I like I would feel so bad for the Cardinal fans. Like I would want to give them the Packers uh playoffs spot. Like here you guys can just have the NFC North because they would honestly do Aww. so much more with it than the Packers would. Oh, Drew filled with the Christmas spirit. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so that's uh I mean, if we think the wild card's going to stay the same there, that's no, really I think the Cardinals are going to make the playoffs. Is that your your bold prediction? It's my fold years bold brood prediction. <laughs> wow! <laughs> again, again with the oddly specific. <laughs> it's not even a sponsor down here. You didn't have to say it. <laughs> We're gonna get a cease and desist from Folgers now. <laughs> uh, so right. Cardinals and. So you think it'll be the Cardinals and the Niners? Yep. Uh, let me see. I'm not even sure who the Saints are playing. The Bobcats. Yeah? The last year what? that they're the Charlotte Bobcats? 
It'll be the Hornets NBA podcast preview. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be the Hornets next year. Knicks are terrible. God, the Knicks are terrible. Are you looking okay. up who the Saints are playing? Yeah, the Saints are playing uh, the Bucks this week. And they are playing. In New Orleans? Yes, in New Orleans. Uh, and then. Cardinals aren't making the playoffs. We'll go back to the Saints. We'll go back to the Saints. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't think the Bucks are going to beat them at home. So, Saints will probably win that one. So then, yeah, it's going to stay 49ers Saints. All right. Unfortunately, I would I would so much rather see the Cardinals make it in than either of those two teams. But uh, not a whole lot you can do about it. So the Saints would go, no the Niners. If that's the case, the Niners would go play the winner of the NFC. Yeah, if, it, well, if it's, it's, it's if still it's crazy the, because if Dallas oh. wins and Chicago wins, Niners will go play Dallas. But if the Eagles win and the Bears win, uh, Niners will go play Eagles. Hold on, hold on. And Niners yeah. will go play Bears. Excuse me. If uh, if the Bears win, the Eagles win, the Saints win, and the 49ers win, if it all stays the same, then the Niners play the Bears and the Saints play the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to say it in a more simplified form than what you said, because what you said I couldn't follow, and I'm looking at a graphic that shows. I'm illustrating how crazy the playoff scenario is. Okay, yeah, it's it's pretty much all locked up except for one slot in the AFC, and then the NFC is just a potluck where people bring raspberries. Yeah. yeah. Ian, are you still here? Yeah, I am uh, about to make. The- <laughs> I, I feel like you're taking it away from the phone, making the hot pocket again. Oh, I thought he was oh, going to eat another ice cream sandwich. I'm, no, it's pizza rolls. <laughs> Your hot- diet is is oh, sad. Also, not Your a diet- sponsor. No, Ian's diet is so sad. It's just like it I'm, makes me. I would love for pizza rolls to be a sponsor. <laughs> that would mean we probably get free pizza rolls. And by we, I mean I would probably get three <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the week 17 picks brought to you by Pizza Rolls. <laughs> uh, let's start off uh, with the Panthers at the Falcons. Falcons. Oh, oh wait. Uh, it's okay. You can start because Ian's not at his phone apparently. Uh, and I just want to real quick note that I sent Daniel pictures of my picks before this so he cannot complain that I made uh, – my picks based on his picks. You sent Although, me pictures of your what? My P-I-C-K-S. Pause. Yeah. Although I am <laughs> – I, I did change one pick uh, from that Two? picture. Uh, I changed the – I had picked the Packers, but I'm taking the Bears. I changed it. <laughs> you sissy. Do you hear the sadness in my voice when I said that? I did. All right. Okay. Panthers so, over the Falcons. Yep. Oh, that's your pick. Okay. Uh, we're sweeping that one. Panthers. I'm also taking, I'm also, yep. We heard you the first time, so I'm taking the Panthers. Uh, sweeping it. And next up, we got the Ravens at the Bengals. Bengals. Ravens. Wow. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals at home there. Then we've got the Browns at the Steelers. Browns. Steelers. The still in it Steelers, somehow. Uh, then it's the, <laughs> the NFC North matchup that everyone will be watching, the Lions at the Vikings. I honestly don't give a fuck about who wins this game <laughs> as long as it's fun to watch. 
Well, I'm going to pick the Lions. Vikings. All right. Uh, I'm taking the Lions. Next up is the Texans at the Titans. Titans. Mm-mm. Titans. <laughs> What's what <is> this? <laughs> I have some beer in my mouth. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, Titans. Yeah. We can sweep that one, too. Uh, then we've got the Jaguars at the Colts. Jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> I'm taking the Colts. You pussy. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, the Jets at the Dolphins. 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 Uh, then we've got the Washington professional football team at the New York football Giants. The Washington Redskins. <sighs> Giants. <laughs> I'm taking the Washington professional football team. Uh, then we've got the Bills at the Patriots. Wow, we are, this is the fastest we've ever gone through the picks, and now that I said Bills. that, it's going to slow way down. Pa- uh, oh, shit, I almost picked the Patriots. Bills. <laughs> Patriots. Uh, I am also taking the Patriots. Uh, Ian, they are staying true and loyal to his to his Bills. Um, Close one. Uh, next up, we got the Packers at the Bears. The Bears. It's a really big pick, you know. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Changing Daniel, your pick. Yep. <laughs> uh, the Bears. Uh, we're gonna sweep that one. Packers. I... Packers. Oh, Pack. you're changing it. The Packers. I'm going with the Packers. All right. So the Dan, Packers. You can stop saying the Packers now. <laughs> we, we know your pick. You don't have to say it ten times. It's been documented. Okay. So <laughs> Daniel is taking the Packers. I think I'm taking the Bears. You guys have been mean to me during this podcast. And Ian's taking the Bears also. Next up, we've got the Broncos at the Oakland Raiders. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. I think they will march in to Oakland and upset the Oakland Raiders. (laughs) The Broncos. (laughs) Uh, The Broncos have already clinched a first-round bye. There's a chance they don't really try that much at this game. Uh, I still think they'll win. Next up, <laughs> like that's like that. That's how no, that's how bad I think the Raiders are. Like the Broncos aren't even going to try; they're still going to beat the Raiders. Drew, at, Drew, after 16 weeks of this, I got it. Here's what you do. Here's a point that can counter who I'm going to pick, but I'm still going to pick who I want to pick. <laughs> Covers the tracks before he sets any. Yeah. <laughs> Suspense, man. I lead you on, and then I bam, go the other way. All right, so then we've got the Kansas City Chiefs at the San Diego Chargers. You know we call those where I'm from? We call them cock teases, Drew. That's what we call those where I'm from. I call that a a Switzerland move. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, Chiefs and Chargers. I I, I will. Uh, Chargers. Chargers. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. Next up, the Rams at the Seahawks. Ian, you sounded Ram. so disappointed in me that I took the Chiefs. Upset. Rams. Upset Seahawks. Seahawks. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks because I don't have brain damage. Upset a little. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. 
Seahawks. Uh, next up, Buccaneers at Saints. Huh? Oh, Buc- um, <laughs> Saints. You know, this is a game where Saints win. Yep. I, I agree with Daniel. This is a game where the Saints win. <laughs> What's happening during this podcast? We're all... Dan, Dan, Hurricane Daniel is happening. That was a good time. That was a great time. Uh, uh, next up, we've got the Niners at the Cardinals. This is a super important game. Huge. Yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals here. Uh, in a game where, like this last week, where Carson Palmer threw four interceptions and they still beat Seattle, i got to think they're going to find a way to beat uh, the 49ers, especially in Arizona. So I'm quite happy to take the Cardinals here and hope they get in. Uh, and then, <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then finally, the Sunday night game on NBC, the – also not a sponsor, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys. As much as I would like to see the Cowboys get in just to disappoint <laughs> Daniel once again, I I think the Eagles are going to win this game. The Dallas Cowboys. Wow. What? Wow. I'm not, you sounded like half hopeful, half like just waiting to get punched in the mouth. You're sitting for the fastball. I threw the curveball, three-two. That's what I do. <laughs> wow. Um. So this is a surprisingly even split as far as the ESPN picks are concerned. Uh, I really. Thought it's your that, turn. It's your turn, Drew, I, to pick a team. I know it is. I'm. I'm leading up to that. Oh, he's covering his tracks, Daniel. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like I said, uh, I think this is a surprisingly even split. Uh, 50- <laughs> 51% have taken the Eagles, 48% have taken the Cowboys, uh, and you can add me to that. 51%, I am also taking the Eagles. Uh, and the tiebreaker this week is not the Sunday night game. It is the San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals, uh, and the score I have for that is 17-24 Cardinals. I got uh, I got 17-16 Cardinals. 9 two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm right. going to be one safety and two touchdowns. Or there's going to be two safeties and one touchdown. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be a weird game to watch in Daniel land. Oh, gosh. Guys. You guys have picking on me this whole podcast. I just want the record to show that. Okay. You're like... You're making it impossible to not pick on you. This podcast. So hurt. So hurt. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, Ian, <sighs> do you want to do the uh, closing plugs, or do you want me to do it? I can do them. All right. Do the closing plugs and lead us out of here. Okay. You can follow our sister blog, The Cinema Id, on Twitter at The Cinema Id. You can find them on the internet at their webpage, The Cinema Id. <clears throat> you could find us, uh, find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash the cinema in. I'm sure they got an email, but they don't tell me anything, so I don't know what it is. Who's they? Yes. What? Who's they? Uh, me. <laughs> the man. The man holds me back. You and, you and Cody don't tell you what the email is. 
Another real quick reason to check out the uh, Cinema Id podcast, CT and I, no, TCI with CT and I, um, is the the great music. You may have you may have noticed how awkward it is starting this podcast with no theme or intro or anything. Uh, and over there at uh, the Cinema Id, they start their podcast with music from excellent musician Matthew Manninen and his band, The Underground West. Uh, and they they started out with a song, and then they usually have a break during which they play either that same song or another song. Uh, and it's pretty good. You should check it out. And uh, actually, Matthew's uh, currently writing the opening theme for the uh, previously mentioned wrestling podcast that Danny Who and I produces their show? They should produce ours. Uh, yeah, that's Co- Cody. <laughs> <laughs> that's supposed to be a joke, but no one's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it occurred. I asked Matthew to uh, to do the theme for the wrestling podcast uh, that we're going to be doing. We don't have a record date set yet, but uh, we will be recording one before the Royal Rumble. So I hate Randy Orton, everyone. He's so gay. <laughs> okay, uh, more of that great analysis. Bring back Austin. On, on Bring the, back Austin on the wrestling id podcast that will eventually be coming out. Uh, keep an eye out on uh, the next week or two. We'll probably record something out. <coughs> Uh, and like I was saying, it occurred to me to ask Matthew to do a theme for this podcast, but it occurred to me, like, just before recording this podcast, so I'm like, do we really need to record one for week 17 and the playoffs? So, that's why we don't have a theme for that. Maybe I'll ask him to, but I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Get it. Get him to, uh, write a New Year's rift. Riff? <laughs> I don't know what that would be. <laughs> a riff? Do you mean riff? Yeah, whatever. Riff, riff, same thing. No, not at all. Uh, measure. Uh, riff uh, is a I game. Know. It's kind of like Warcraft, but not as good. We anyway. The analysis this... never stops here at the Sports Hit. <laughs> yeah, the hilarity never ends. <laughs> or begins. <laughs> Well, it can't end if it never begins. So exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay, so this is the sports ed, you beautiful uh, people. <laughs> I was going to say something. Nice say. Defensive. Uh, <coughs> sports ed. Yeah, we've been talking for like... Oh, sorry. <laughs> God damn it. Motherfucker. Come on, get through it. There's a sports ed. New finances, sports ed.net. On Twitter at the Sports Ed. Facebook is Facebook.com slash the Sports Ed. Email Sports Ed at gmail.com. This is the Sports Ed Football Podcast Week. <sighs> I don't give a fuck. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm Daniel. Uh, and I'm Drew. Have good holidays. Peace out, my Holy, holy shit. Daniel, stop talking.